When we are in the process of building a legacy, sustaining the dream and the vision becomes key. Holding things together whilst in this marathon, yes, I emphasize the word marathon because it sure isn't a sprint, requires us to hold on to certain beliefs that will help us to successfully go from where we are to where we deserve to be. Now, imagine you are starting on a project that you know will take a while to achieve. While you work towards the goal, there is a need to keep your mind focused on the prize, meaning you have to visualize all the different ways that will enable success to come to life. Even though it still exists as a pie in the sky from where you are standing at that particular point. In this episode of Because It's There, we focus on the idea of keeping the dream alive. And to run this marathon, we have the magnificent Kanye Chaba in the house. Who is she, you might ask? Kanye Chaba is the head of responsible business at Old Mutual Limited. She is responsible for leading the company's sustainable development strategy across 13 countries on the continent. Next to that, Kanye has an array of achievements that range from 10 comrades marathons, a few mountains, and much more, which surely gives her ample practice to keep the dream alive. I am Sarah Kumalo, and this is Because It's There. Because It's There with Sarah Kumalo is proudly sponsored by Vuma. Connection lies at the heart of everything Vuma does. It drives important conversations, brings communities together, and creates opportunities for greatness. Connecting Africa's women empowers them to be extraordinary. And we are here to do that. Visit vumatel.co.za for more. Good morning, good morning, Kanye. Thank you so much for making it to the podcast to chat to us about your style of leadership and really about your life so that we can learn from it. So to start off, I would like to go into life during the pandemic. Can you fill in what it's been like for you? Oh, sorry. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Life for me during pandemic has been more like Kanye realizing that there is more to life than working too hard. There is more to life than chasing the deadlines. And there is more to life than simply focusing on one thing. It was about flexibility. It's about learning new skills, learning to connect in a different way, but also most importantly, learning to take three steps back and breathe and sit down and listen. So I think for me, COVID-19 was simply that moment where the power that is much, much more bigger than I simply said, sit down and listen. And I listened. Kanye Chaba has numerous achievements, but as we all know, that not everything in life can be achieved in one go. Sometimes, we hit the bullseye immediately and other times we stumble and we fall, we get up and eventually 
we hit the bullseye. And to Kanye, we ask about an achievement that took her the longest to get to success. You know, uh, it's, it's very difficult to be with you in the studio and such an achiever like yourself asking me <laughs> anything about achievement. I mean, um, you're one of the women that a whole lot of us look up to. So you must know that most of my dreams in terms of where I'm at now has a lot to do with your own journey. I'm sorry. The one of the things that really took me long to achieve was simply an ability to connect with Kanye and focus on what matters most for me, what is important for me, because my life for a very long time has always been about everybody else. So it took me a while um, to, to work through that personal journey of being able to say you matter most. And Kanye, you do have to come first you do have to be ready so that when you take everybody along with you, you are actually able to do that. And I think that also comes with life experiences, that comes with age. Uh, one of the wonderful things to be in my 50s is also being able to sit back and say, I don't have to rush in being able to be there for everybody, but how can I be authentically bringing me first so that everybody who journeys with me, we can actually be on the same path. That was the biggest journey for me. So can you describe that actual moment, if you can think of it, that a sense of it's about me and if I'm fine, then I can help other people. Is there a particular point or incident that brought you to that? I think that realization happens over a period of time. I can't pinpoint it to one specific moment, because life, as you know, is about a journey. Finding ourselves also is about a journey. Co-creating and working with others is also about a journey. And I've been blessed to have many of those moments that have brought me to a point where I did understand that you do matter as well, Kanye. When I embarked on climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, um, my mother is very important to me and she was on her deathbed. And I needed to find something that was going to keep me grounded and be in a position where I was still going to be able to focus on the bigger things that I needed to do in life whilst I was facing the reality that I was not going to be with my mother for a very long time. But it had to start with me being solid, being okay for me to be there for her in the last journey of her life. It was at that moment that I challenged myself and doing something that I had never done before for my mother. But Kanye had to summit, had to climb, had to challenge herself, had to put everything aside, as you know, in mountain climbing. You have to be there. And that was the moment for me when my mother's passing, actually, when it eventually happened, I was actually solid, I was okay. Difficult as it was to accept, but I knew that I had done enough for her and for me for that particular moment. Within the mindset of dreaming, more often than not, we need a spiritual bedrock that supports us on the journey as we keep the dream alive. This is a connection to the universe 
or a higher power that nurtures and reboots the soul. In terms of your emotions um, and your spirituality, do you see it playing a role in that moment? Um, you know, how did it help you achieve your specific dream, whether it's Kilimanjaro or any other achievements, which I know you've done subsequently. I mean, you've done 10 comrades, if I'm not mistaken. I've also been blessed to have journeyed since my childhood, working with God. I, I believe in God. I believe in the power that is more beyond where I am as Kanye. And I believe that everything in my path had been has been long planned by God and my spirituality comes from being grounded in that manner again learning a lot from my mother's own journey and it was not easy it was challenging but it gave me an opportunity to be prepared for the life that I think has been a blessing and will continue to be so again it was at the base of where am I standing spiritually and emotions, as you know, emotions change. When I was facing the biggest moment of my life, having to part with my mother, I was in an emotional tumble, literally at my worst, in terms of being optimistic, being confident, standing up on my shoulders high with a straight crown. All of that was gone at that moment. But my spiritual base, which my mother had actually taught me, was the one thing that actually made me to stand up again and be able to face that mountain of my life. So it was the balancing act, but with the realization that with emotions, you can't base and put a whole lot just on emotion alone. You need more than just what is the foundation and my foundation is my spirituality and my foundation is a journey that says, I've been in worse situation before. I know this is my another launch pad that I have and I can propel myself forward. Adapting as we go along, as you were speaking, I was reminded of, as a Christian myself, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Yeah. I know the plans that I have for you. Absolutely yeah. love that. And plans to prosper you. And when you trust that and you have that as your foundation, nothing is really impossible with him on your side. You talked about Kilimanjaro, and I know you have ambitions to climb even more after you did uh, Elbrus. In terms of shapers, you know, shapers are guides that are used generally in the Himalayas. They are. Um, who is the most important shaper on your journey, Kanye? Um, again, through the life journey, my mother again was the biggest pillar. She was the biggest shaper. She was solid. I come from a family of 13 children and, and I'm last born. And I was raised by a mother who raised so many other children. So when I grew up, my family had kids from around the continent. Way back then, before it became even uh, fashionable that we could have other people in other countries coming into South Africa. So I grew up in a home where it was like a United Nations. It was like African Union. So, and I've always aspired to live a life where I'm surrounded by many people, me being a pillar of making things possible for them. So my mother was that type of a pillar and a shepherd who naturally, without having much, was carrying so many people up that mountain. 
As you know, the shepherds, they give themselves for you just so that you can have that moment to be able to summit. And as a little girl, I watched my mother take so many people up the mountain from one base camp to the next base camp until they summited. And I knew that one day I would want to be a mother to many. And as you know, one of my biggest achievements is to be a foster mother to many. The role of the shepherd, I see what your mother played in that role. In terms of your career, have you had any shepherds in that respect? And if so, how do you choose them? So, Sarah, as you know, as we journey through life, as we go from one mountain to another, as you run one marathon to another marathon, there are many coaches, there are many shepherds that we meet along the road, and mine also came in many forms. We've mentioned Dr. Tandin Glovo, one of the powerful women in our country who was a sister, a mentor, and literally held my hand as I was journeying my path through the construction industry because that's where my career started. And I met most of my shepherds through my own career in the jobs that I was working. And God being God, he always had a plan that when I was in the construction industry, it was actually a period when there were not too many women, by the way, who were in the industry, but through other women and men who were leading at the time, I had an opportunity to be shepherded, to be mentored, and to be coached through one of the most difficult industries, particularly any Black women can find themselves in. So it was the Dr. Tandin Lofus, it was the Tlantlam Jodim Nubes, and it was many other women that we journeyed together. And as you know, a shepherd is leading, but he's leading a group of climbers, and you become family, you become so intertwined, you become so dependent on each other, knowing that we have a leader, but that leader is also wanting all of you to do your bit. And that is how my journey through different mountains has been. Hi, I'm Leanne Williams, Head of Marketing at Vuma. Through Vuma's work of connecting communities, my colleagues and I engage with people from all walks of life and we know the daily issues that they face. We also understand the roles that connection and connectivity play in driving real change. Connection creates communities, connectivity creates opportunities for us to achieve greatness together. Visit vumatel.co.za to find out how unlimited access to connectivity can change your world. You are the head of responsible business at Old Mutual. The idea of responsibility has philosophical association in life. Do you think responsibility is needed more than ever right now in corporate South Africa, corporate Africa, in the corporate space in general? You know, Sarin, there could have never been a better time to be a responsible business than now, particularly at the back of COVID-19. If there's anything that we've learned from this period as a business is that it's no longer just about profitability. It's about how you sustain yourself as a business at the back of creating a future that's going to sustain the business first, 
your customers and the broader society. And it's about how as a business you invest in the future of the people, the planet and the broader society. There could not have been any better moment for business to have a conscience, to have a heart where we think beyond just profitability. But what is it that we are creating together today with our partners, with our broader stakeholders, so that we sustain ourselves first for the betterment of our society and our customer. And this for me is key in driving responsible business. Sounds like you found your passion, uh, like the sweet spot where your job is no longer a job, but you having fun and getting paid for it. <laughs> so having said that, you know, climate change is a polarizing issue uh, in society and happens to be one of those things that you are passionate about. You know, how do you or we turn the dream of sustainable environment into reality as a family, a community, as a country and as corporate South Africa effectively? I normally look at where I am at, at an individual and a personal level first. Climate change, by the way, is about self-leadership. It's about how, as an individual, do I behave? What am I conscious of in terms of my responsibilities? And how do I want to see things different because of the role that I am playing first? And how do I model myself? So that by the time I talk to everybody else about changing, about being conscious, about acting differently, they've seen me do that first. So climate change is one of those key important agendas that starts at the heart and it's about leadership. So by the time I take it externally, by the time we talk about it in our business strategy, Kanye has been there first. And then how do we as business become much more conscious of what we need to do to secure the future. Climate change is about securing the future because what does it serve anybody today? To have big profits, to have big plans. I mean, COVID-19, there were so many big plans, huge investments. Came 2019, everybody stopped. Whatever money that you had built over a period of time, it did not serve any of us in 2019 and in 2020. And still we continue to learn that if you are not responsible in how you are conscious at an individual level, conscious as a society, we've seen particularly in South Africa, all the strikes, all the societal issues that we had, all the strife that we had, because of non-service delivery, because of people losing their jobs, because of the whole demeanor that has changed because of lack. So climate change, sustainability is one of those agendas that always brings us back to ourselves, back to the center. And therefore, when I strategize, when I come up with a process and a system as an organization, how does that talk to us being conscious of the future? And it starts with us. It's about self-leadership. How can I expect to lead others when I can't lead myself? I like that philosophy. And you are li living testimony. You're not just saying that. I see you living that. Next to summiting Kilimanjaro, Mount Elbrus, the 10 
you know, comrade marathons. I don't know if you're doing any more. And your accolades really stretch from here to the wall of China. <laughs> if life is a marathon, how important is the ability to have a vision in order to cross the finish line? You cannot begin to plan running 90 kilometers in one day if you don't see the finish line. Sorry, you leave that every day. You would not have been at the summit of Everest if you did not see that. And the number of times that no matter how the elements and the weather try to prevent you, but you saw yourself there. I had an opportunity as a young girl to see myself doing exactly what I'm doing now. I grew up in very difficult background in Soweto where there was no opportunities. But can I tell you something? I saw a picture of Kanye being interviewed. I had that picture. I used to play a game and pretend like I was receiving an award. And all my friends at the time used to laugh at me. But I saw myself on stage and I saw myself receiving an award. So running a marathon, planning Combrace Marathon, it starts with the finish line. And I think why big races like Combrace Marathon, we count down 89 to go, 85 to go, is because we begin with that end in mind. So even in life, we have to see ourselves where we need to be, but most importantly, where we want to be. Because when you want, that's when you'll be able to push and propel yourself to get there. And I am not surprised, to be honest, seeing where Kanye is today. It was always a picture that I had in mind. And I'm really grateful to God to give me that opportunity to walk the path and be at the space where I can say it's coming full circle because I saw the picture. Visualize to maximize. It's not about where you are or your circumstances today. It's about where you need to be um, because you belong there. So absolutely love that. You know, my last question is really about describing your best failure and how it's propelled you to move forward. What's the process like? Can you name one and, and take us through the process and how you were able to succeed you know i really like when you say the best failure <laughs> because it's the best it simply means it was not failure but it was the moment to learn and there's been many of those moments funny enough it happened during one of the Combrace marathon 2013 it was the most difficult race so i was running with a friend of mine She's very strong in running the hills. I'm very strong in running the down runs. So we plan together that she's going to help me on the hills. I'm going to help me on the down. Only to find that she was going to battle on the hills. And during the race, she bailed out and I was completely left alone. By the time I realized that it was up to me, and the person that I was depending on to carry me towards the difficult part of the race was no longer there, I had to push all by myself. I missed the medal, sorry, by a second. The biggest lesson for me was that in planning in life, 
do have another plan that in case something goes wrong, how do you pick yourself up again? And do not be overly dependent on another human being because things change. And when things change, what happens? On the mountain you've seen an avalanche, you never plan for it. Suddenly it's there. So how do you take a different path that's still going to take you to the top of that mountain? I went back again the following year, much, much more stronger, much more prepared that whatever is going to happen, I'm not going to put my race on somebody else's shoulders. So my mantra in life, if you want to know, is nobody owes me anything. Not my mother, not my government, not my company. I owe it upon myself to take myself there first. Then if I have other court climbers and other people who journey with me, it's okay. But I can't simply sit and wait because my friend is strong on the hills. She's going to take me on the hills. I would not have gone back if I did not learn and failed in the manner that I did. So yes, it was a great failure for me. No one owes you anything. What a leader you are. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and for gracing my platform with your time. Keeping the dream alive essentially keeps the human spirit alive and continues to give us hope. In a world that is obsessed with instant gratification, and yes, the microwave generation, we might be doing ourselves a favor to have visions that are more long-term. This is how we will build legacies and leave a gift for the next generation of Africans. Thank you to Kanye Shaba for being so generous with her insights and how a dream is kept alive. And thank you to the many life shapers that have helped her along the way. And in the spirit of generosity, do sign up for Because It's There newsletter, which has all the updates about the making of the series. Think of it as a personal memo from me to you. Follow our series on all the social media platforms as well. I am Sarah Kumalo, and that was episode number two of Because It's There, a series about climbing the mountain of life, leadership, and the strange and wonderful thing of being alive. Because It's There, produced by Kahiso Misi of Lobe Media and edited by Kahiso Shabamu. Because we can, we must. You have the opportunity to create the life you've always imagined when you have unlimited connectivity. Visit vumatel.co.za to check your coverage and get connected to an ISP.